It's confidence knowing that you're not comparing yourself to anyone else, that you are who you are and you love what you see when you walk out the door. And for me, um, when I lost my way, I caught a picture of myself. I love the color teal. It will always be my favorite color. And I was wearing a long, a three quarter sleeve top when I was heavier, about 200 pounds and a pair of black slacks. And it was a lovely t-shirt type of top. I found myself wearing the exact same outfit when I was now a size upper, upper body, size eight to 10 and a lower body size four or six. And I said, this cannot be. I had to change my way of thinking. Welcome to Grit and Moxie, where we are celebrating women's witness, fitness, and gritness. I'm your hostess, Christine DeSouza. Welcome back, everyone, to Grit and Moxie. Today, I have Pam Friedlander here, and she is going to tell us how she helps women and their wardrobe, which is something I personally have struggled with over time and over transitions. She specifically works with women um, the majority of time that are going, going through big transitions. So we're gonna hear a lot more about that, but first I wanna read a little bit about her. So Pam Friedlerner was a successful businesswoman and entrepreneur for 30 years before she founded Positive Reflections in 2006. Her passion is to help women feel confident and find their own positive image while looking in the mirror. Pam's philosophy is that anyone can look beautiful at any size, any age, any time. By learning to select clothing and accessories that suit personality, body type, and lifestyle, one can create a new, beautiful vision of themselves. Pam is a firm believer that successful dressing is a skill that anyone can learn. She uses her expertise to help her clients develop their own personal style. Clients who work with Pam are usually experiencing a transition in their life, such as a new mom, a transitional age, a new career, weight loss, and newly single. Pam encourages her clients to see their individuality, um, their beauty, and their strength. And women find the process professional, stress-free, and enlightening. Pam holds her client's hand during every style, image, and wardrobe decision. Her ultimate goal is that women feel that it is a wonderful team experience. In addition to in-home consulting services, she offers corporate presentations, professional image workshops, girls' night out programs, and she is a sought-after speaker throughout Connecticut. Pam received her Bachelor of Arts from the City University of New York's College of Staten Island. She's a member of the Association of Image Consultants International, and she also is an active member of the Women's Entrepreneurial Network organization throughout Fairfield County, Connecticut. Wow, can we welcome Pam? Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. It's, it'll be a delight. Thank you. Yeah, so I'm so excited about this. <laughs> now, just to set the stage for the listeners, the first question I always ask is, we've got a great idea of where you've been and, and what you're doing. What are, where are you now? I mean, we've just entered some very interesting times. <laughs> so I'm curious, um, what, is, what is it like doing what you're doing right now during COVID? Oh my gosh, it's... It has been interesting because COVID has made everyone stay home, 
get on the computer. And I've used the computer. I use virtual work to help women really feel good about themselves. What I've been doing is helping women get into their closets, mm-hmm. talk about what's in their closets, because right now, right now, when you're home alone or with your family, you are doing all kinds of activities, keeping taking care of the kids or being home and maybe watching a Netflix and you stay away from your closet. I mean, the closet is the last thing you want to be, you want to <laughs> deal with. <laughs> so what I do is I help, I give you some clues and advice and some homework and really show you the joy of getting rid of things, showing you how things put, how you could put together things without me physically being in your closet with you. Because what I used to do is get into a closet, spend three hours with you, make you try on everything. But now we're virtually talking Uh and I'm showing you and you're showing me because I'm in your closet, you're trying it on. And we're just helping each other understand what's there and what works for your body type. Yeah, that's, that's a great approach because now not only do they know what's in their closet that works and doesn't work for them, but they already have. But if you're teaching them the actual strategy and how to identify really what works, then, you know, when they go out, they're going to know how to buy new pieces for themselves, right? They're going to know how to do that. So it's, it's a skill that they're, they're really developing. And, and now you have to learn how to, how to buy online. Oh yeah. And that's difficult. Very, very difficult. And so I will give you some suggestions by finding things online now that I know your body type, I know your style, I know your personality. Every, there is not one blouse that works for every single woman mm-hmm. at the same exact size. Every woman has a different feel for what's feminine or what's dramatic. And every woman has a different feel of what's sexy and what's not sexy. So yeah. I try to work with a woman that's in my virtual space at that time. And the fun thing is that I know from going into my closet and many others, because I'm holding the client's hand physically when before COVID, I know that I'm giving them permission to get rid of things. They won't, I won't even get rid of things if I don't have permission. It's very difficult. You spent a lot of money. Mm-hmm. You might lose weight. You know, and so therefore, I'm still giving you permission virtually by taking it one step at a time. You can't do it all at once. Yeah, so that's really interesting. Um, I read a bit about how when you're working with women that often, and I've experienced this myself. So I gained, so I'm a personal trainer, but I gained a ton of weight with my kids. I gained 86 pounds with my first and 72 or 74 with my second. So Mm -hmm. I've gone through this evolution, right? Of gaining all the weight, right? Which every pregnant woman does um, to losing it. right? Right. But um, I noticed it was, it was uh, a common thing that women will, will keep their larger clothes and continue to dress in a way that 
is more appropriate for when you're larger, right? Yep. So that's interesting because it that gets into more psychology, I think, right? You you tell me what you know what your experience has been with that. And I know actually you had your own weight loss journey as well, right? You you lost yes. somewhere in the range of 50 pounds, right? 40, 50 yes. pounds. And yes. you kept it off. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. And I've, I've kept it off now for 17 years, which is wow. something unusual for in my life. I've always fought the battle. Um, so I've learned from my own experience, and that's how I actually created positive reflections. I was with a personal trainer. Mm-hmm. I decided through entrepreneurial groups in Connecticut that encouraged me to start a business that I was going to start a, an, an individual business of helping women. And we talked about how, what are we going to call it? And I said, I want women to feel as good as I do because I had lost my weight. I want women to feel as good as I do in the mirror. And he said, what we talked about it and we said positive reflections. And I do have a wonderful little mirror on my card. We'll never give that up. It just says, look in the mirror and have confidence. And that's what it's all about. It's confidence knowing that you're not comparing yourself to anyone else, that you are who you are and you love what you see when you walk out the door. And for me, um, when I lost my weight, I caught a picture of myself. I love the color teal. It will always be my favorite color. And I wore, was wearing a long, a three-quarter sleeve top when I was heavier, about 200 pounds, and a pair of black slacks. And it was a lovely t-shirt type of top. I found myself wearing the exact same outfit when I was now a size upper, upper body, size eight to 10 and a lower body size four or six. And I said, this cannot be. I had to change my way of thinking. I am no longer the woman that I think I am. I had to really see the woman in the mirror. And that's what I tried to make women see. Because many women, whether they're petite and little mm-hmm. or have extra weight and they, and they feel that they don't wanna show their arms or they feel that their thighs are too big or their belly is too big, or the women that are very small and petite wear things that are very large. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I need to show them you have an adorable figure. Or the woman that is a little bit heavier, like I felt, that she has gorgeous hair or she has a be- beautiful eyes. And we need to accentuate that part of her. And we need to accentuate the, the waist that many women who are heavier have an have a hourglass figure and they don't know it mm-hmm. and they're hiding 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 under big clothing so you don't oh you need to not hide everything accentuate the best part of you wow nice <laughs> so that really starts with building your confidence and and so how do you go about helping women love themselves because I've met women who don't love what they see right so even accentuating the parts that they do love they're still like very self-conscious how do you help them get over that hump of yes you have you know maybe aspirations of improving you know so from my perspective improving your health right 
-hmm. and that will naturally change your size. Mm -hmm. But how do you get them over that hump to like during the process, while maybe you're not exactly where you want to be, how do you get them over that hump of adoring themselves? Okay. Let's take two types of bodies, women that you know, that might be an apple shape, women that might be a little heavier, and then also the, the, the smaller petite woman. The, wo the woman that's a little heavier might wear skirts possibly down to her ankles or mid-calf, but she happens to have beautiful calves mm -hmm. and she doesn't know it and she's hiding behind that. So when I'm in, the in her closet, I'm looking at these skirts and I'm saying, why are you wearing these long skirts? And she'll give me many reasons. And we'll say, well, let's try this skirt that she happens to have. Or we might try on a dress. And I'm going to physically show her the difference from clothing in her closet, put together an outfit from clothing in her closet, that the skirt might be probably at the knee or slightly below and maybe put on a beautiful necklace and maybe put on a jacket that that's going to cover the arms that she feels uncomfortable with okay and all of a sudden she sees what i knew was there but i'm visually showing you cannot tell somebody something and make them see it they have to visually right. understand it they have to visually see it i see it it's almost like a decorator i'm not a decorator but the decorator can come into an empty room and visually understand what where the couches go. I can visually see how beautiful a woman can look and I'm physically showing it to her. If that makes any sense. Yeah, it does. It does. Yeah. And so then you take the little woman who who can wear that adorable mini skirt. You know, she might be in her 40s. She might be close to 50. But she can still do that because many women, I talk a lot about, you know, what is age appropriate? And I always yes, say- Yes, that was one of my questions actually, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, age appropriate, age appropriate is all about looking good for who you are and who your body type is and how you feel about yourself. Mm -hmm. It's not what everybody else thinks about you, it's how you feel. So mini skirts don't go out the window at a certain age. <laughs> no, not necessarily. And that, and there are certain, I mean, I, I probably would not tell a woman my age to wear a miniskirt, mini skirt, but if that woman was my age and had great legs, I would say, yeah, you could wear it an inch or so, maybe two inches above your knee. Yep. I won't because I don't, I've been up and down with weight my whole life. I don't like my thighs mm -hmm. at a certain point, but I do like my legs. So I want to make sure that the little, the little rolls aren't showing. But a woman who has been exercising with you, who are in her 50s, even you know late 50s, and has great legs, why not mm -hmm. feel comfortable about it? Yeah. Do you find that it's hard for women at first to get out of their comfort zone, just like all other things are hard are usually uncomfortable? Or are I'll tell you, I have, I have a very close friend, and she was my client. I still cannot get her to think color. Some women only want to wear black and tans and black. 
and I can't, but see, you, you're very dark and black is what, your hair is dark, your eyes are dark, your eyebrows are dark. So you gravitate to that color because that is part of your color complex. Oh, um, interesting. And so you gravitate to it, but there's no reason you couldn't have had red earrings on. Ha ha. Yes. You know, okay. I actually looked at a pair of earrings that has like a little red circle and uh -huh. I, I didn't. Right. So you can throw, you can, you can throw a necklace that has color, you know, it, the, the top that you're wearing is coming, coming toward an angle. Mm -hmm. You could put a beautiful color scarf around your neck if you wanted to. You could create the color in accessories. And that's what I also help women do. Okay. All right. All right. So when you get off, you know, put on a red earrings and see how you like it. <laughs> I'm starting to see it. Yeah, I think I'll do a before and after with uh, red earrings and a scarf, maybe, and I'll. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Yeah. Oh, I'll share that with you. <laughs> yeah. Accessories, ex accessories have always been part of my business. Um, I found that when I first started my business, um, women were buying the accessories that I brought to their home so that they could see how a belt looked or how a necklace looked. And they said, Oh, can I have that? And, oh. and, and when I did, when I did a lot of um, seminars with jackets, uh, sweaters, mm -hmm. over sweaters, because jackets, um, sweaters, cardigans, make the out complete the outfit give you a polished appearance. Hmm, interesting. So I do have a question. Now, this one is interesting. And I, I really don't know what's right. Okay. Um, what's more accurate, I should say, because it's not really right or wrong. But when you see yourself on video, or in a photograph, or in a mirror, Mm -hmm. or uh you know in some alternative reflection right mm -hmm. now i know you said that you encourage people to look at who's right in the mirror but i don't know if you've ever experienced how even you look different in different mirrors so how do you you know i have experienced well like for example i have a sweater that i asked my grandmother for it for years it's this big husky thick beautiful um sweater right it's, um and oversized yeah okay yeah. and um i have worn it i wear i wear it pretty often but i had worn it singing on stage recently and then i saw the video and i thought ah is that what it looks like in real life or is what it looks like in the mirror what it looks like in real life and so if you're you know, basing decisions, like sometimes people will see themselves in a, in a picture and they'll say, I don't, that's not me. That's not how I look. Right. And it will cause them to make a, a decision to, you know, whatever, take control of their health or, you know, or, oh, I'm not like I, I noticed um, recently doing Zooms. If I have a gray shirt on, I look totally dead. But I like gray. I have a lot of gray things, right? So what is where what do you believe? You know, when you're looking at photographs, videos, in the mirror, you know, what what is the most true uh representation of 
how you're coming across, right? Because how you come across is kind of important, right? In, in some arenas, right? Specifically, professionally speaking. Absolutely. So the best way I could say it is we get comfortable in our own skin and the way we dress and we just say, this is okay. Let's think about professionally before COVID when we were all getting dressed to go to work. <laughs> and that's where I work with executive women or women that are, you know, can dress completely business casual. You get dressed, you get to go to work, you have children, you have a husband, you have a significant other, or you don't, and you're rushing around and you just do what the minimum requirements are. Mm-hmm. And you go and you get dressed and, and you go to work. You really don't know what other people think of you. You really don't know how, what the, I don't even want to say what other people think of you. What is the image you are projecting? That's what I, that's what is most important. I just want you to understand there's an image that we all project. And when I was working with women that worked in the office, the professional women, my motto is dress polished, professional and put together. So you have, when you're looking at yourself in the mirror and you are in a rush and you really don't care and you haven't gone through your closet and you, and there are go-to pieces in your closet that we've always gone to, mm-hmm. like your sweater that was a go-to, was cozy. I feel good in it. And but sentimental, maybe, right? Exactly. But that, but that beautiful go-to sweater is great for the weekends. And I might be with you on Zoom and I might say, great, I love that. Go to the supermarket, you know, go shovel the snow, do all those wonderful things, but please don't wear it because the image you're projecting is too casual or it's too sweet or it's an image that you don't want people to, you don't want that image when when you're doing professional work. Yeah. So there are certain, and so all I have to do with some women is in when we're looking in the mirror, getting ready for business. Because sometimes I work with women specifically for business and sometimes it's specifically for daily life. So if we're talking about business, it's okay, this is her very lovely blouse and a lovely pair of pants, but it's not finished. It's not totally put together. The woman might have beautiful hair, but she's not accentuating it with the right cut. You're not accentuating it with the right accessories. You're not accentuating your face. That even comes to eyeglasses. You know, some women, I'm one of them who always took my eyeglasses off. That's an image. Today, there are millions of glasses, eyeglasses that will make you feel the person you are, even though you don't want to wear the glasses. It'll make you feel professional. It'll make you feel intelligent. It'll, it'll show off your personality. You could wear it in, in greens and purples and it's fun. Yeah. So there's so much you could do. Now, I just want to say this when it comes to catching yourself in the mirror or catching yourself in a photo. Remember I said, I caught myself and I changed the, the way I was dressing. Right. 
when I first started and I had lost all my weight and I'm physically helping you, I'm helping you with your neckline. I'm showing you in the mirror, in the dressing room, I'm showing you what the waist should look like. So all of a sudden I look and I go, that's me. I, I saw a, a narrow body. I saw a, an outfit that I liked. I was wearing, it was me that I was seeing. I was surprised because I wasn't used to this image. And so what happens is we, if you've never had a weight problem, but you really were not into your clothing. And that's why I get hired because women don't know what to pick and they get overwhelmed. It, it is, you get analysis paralysis. And that, you know, I've joked a few times with, uh... <laughs> with some people that I'm just going to turn into Steve Jobs, just put on a black t-shirt every day and that's it. And I might do that most days, you know, but, uh, <laughs> but I, you know, I, I know, and one, one client in particular that I had this uh, interesting conversation with, she was like, doesn't that sound a little boring? Like, yes, but it's efficient and it's how I feel me. But, you know, at the same time, it's, <laughs> you know, it's not always the solution, right? No, 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 it's not always the solution. You know, um, I'm, I've been with many image consultants and many times we have our own seminars and one of them talked about, especially in this world, you know, we're on the internet, we're on Zoom, we're on podcasts, we do a lot and we talk about trying to be our best when we get up in the morning. You know, we don't have to get dressed if people aren't gonna see us, but we're seeing ourselves. And so when you're sitting there at your desk and you're wearing that gray t-shirt, but gray is not your color, just put on a black t-shirt and a really fun, colorful necklace. Yes. You will feel, you'll be casual, you'll, you'll be comfortable, but you look down and you'll say, oh, I like that. And you can continue to work mm -hmm. and nobody's going to see you, but you see yourself and you see yourself in a different light. And you feel professional and you feel good about the work you're doing mm -hmm. um, instead of lazy. Yeah. Yeah. And that's really interesting too, because you start to identify, you know, I've heard lots of leadership um, coaches train that you need to become now like the person that you want to be. Right. So that's kind of part of it. I would say, mm -hmm. you know, is, yeah. is that, you know, if you keep wearing whatever, something that actually doesn't make you feel good, then, you're probably emotionally going to get used to not feeling good and not feel good more often than you're feeling excited about, you know, your appearance, appearance. And you know, many times in my seminars, I'll um, suggest we all, you know, you talked about baby weight and I talk about weight up and down all my, all my adult life. Mm -hmm. So one of the most important things that I tell women when they're getting into their closets is to not necessarily throw things away. I mean, things are expensive, but if you are um, say a 14 or 12, mm -hmm. but you happen to have clothing in your closets that are an eight and you cannot get into them, why leave them there to make you feel terrible about yourself? If, if you don't, if you think you're going to lose weight, fine. And you think you're someday going to wear those clothes, fine. 
because many people say get rid of it and go buy new. And it's possible that in a year or two from now, you won't, you won't like those clothes, even if you did lose the weight. Mm-hmm. But the point that I'm trying to say is love yourself for where you are right now yes. and feel confident. So if you have only the clothes in your closet that fit you, what, no matter what size you are and what age you are, that's appropriate for you and your lifestyle, you go into your closet, you see those great pants, you know they're going to fit you, you love the blouse, you like the jacket, you throw on some accessories and you're out the door. But if you're rummaging through your closet and you go, I cannot fit into this, mm. it only makes your day start terrible. Yeah. Does that, you know, yeah. that makes, and I, you know, I, I was guilty of all that. Mm-hmm. And the other, the other point that I, um, you know, for those women, and I, I do end up, I don't focus on weight loss, but I understand it. Right. You know? mm-hmm. I understand women feeling, oh, I, I don't like this part about my body. I don't like that part about my body. But, you know, when you, when you go into your closet, you just really need to have fun in the closet. And, and that's basically, you know, where I'm at. I want, I want you to enjoy enjoy the process. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, and, and one thing that I am getting from what you're saying is that you want to make sure that you're, you're not constantly reminding yourself of the things that make you feel bad. And you want to remind yourself more of the things that make you feel good, Exactly. But, you know, and that's like a good way to edit your, you know, your wardrobe, right? Exactly. And then, of course, there's, um, it, there's the option of shopping, right? So it, I have had many women say, I, I, can't, I can't have you come into my closet and, until I lose 20 pounds. I can't go shopping and buy something mm. until X time happens. Interesting. So yeah. I encourage, you know, women to look good as you're coming down, whether you have 20 pounds to lose or hundred, doesn't matter. Right. You have to feel good as you're coming down. So get rid of that, that big old t-shirt that you were wearing when your bra size was two size bigger or one size bigger, and then go get another t-shirt. It don't, it's not going to cost a lot, but it's going to give you a little bit of better, better body image. Mm-hmm. it's not going to cost a lot to get one pair of black slacks that you could wear with a million things and then accessorize it and make it look different with different shoes. So you don't have to spend the money, a lot of money mm-hmm. and get a whole new wardrobe just because you're waiting. I have something else to tell you. Okay. My mother always used to say, save it. You can't wear that. It's only good wear. Save it. Ah, I do that. (laughs) Of course you do. Every mother I've told you that. Ah. Don't do that. Of course, you're not going to wear your sparkly evening shoes, you know, every day. Well, that's my daughter I would. She she asks me, can you wear these today? I'm like, well, someone would like if I did the laundry like that, but you know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy. 
but don't save it. You know, enjoy what you have in your closet and put it together. Enjoy, enjoy making outfits, enjoy creating it. Um, and enjoy where you are at the moment in time. I mean, especially now, I mean, some people really embraced exercising and walking during COVID uh-huh. and others have gained. Uh-huh. And so, you know, it, it depends on where you're at, but don't put yourself down for it. Just don't make yourself, give yourself the image that you want to project no matter what you're doing. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Now I have a, an organizational question about what, you know, say you decide, all right, I'm going to go through my closet or, you know, somebody hires you and says, all right, let's do this. We're going to go through my closet and um, optimize it. Now, would you say, so I recently had, um, I recently had someone over and she organized my closet for me, (laughs) right? It was just so much, right? So she organized my closet and I thought, oh, I should, you know, before she does that, I should kind of get rid of the stuff that I, you know, I'm not thrilled about. And, you know, because I've, I've hung on to a lot of stuff and my husband is always like, you know, making fun of me because I have stuff from high school, <laughs> you know, he's like, oh yeah, how, how old is that? <laughs> I'm like, come on, quiet. Um, but I didn't get to it. Right. So she organized my whole closet, but what I found was that once she organized it and categorized it, it was so easy for me to see like what wasn't serving me because it was like, okay, now I can look at my t-shirts and say like, I don't feel good when I wear that. And that one, you know, and now you can get rid of wearing it. out, you know, and it was, it was, um, for me, it was easier, but do you typically have a recommendation surrounding that? No, because well, Yes and no. So before I see clients, I don't want to give them a lot of homework because it becomes again overwhelming. They they finally made the step. Mm-hmm. So I, what I do is I have a bag. I have I, I, there are three things I ask them: have a, a mirror in your closet in your room, have garbage bags that we can separate the things that we're going to get rid of. Uh-huh. things we're going to keep for for putting it for fixing hemming buttons things like that yes. and the pieces that you are actually going to give to consignment shops uh-huh. so there are basically uh-huh. three three things that is what i do when it comes to the organizing when it comes to actually organizing the closet i find that it's very essential to have um, to have the outfits together so that you remember. Many women do not remember what goes with what and they love the outfits we put together. So I take a hanger and I put almost, if you remember when your mom put your outfits together for school and you put it on the bed, you have your, your blouse, your slacks, your skirt, your necklace, and if, you, if you're running out the door in the morning, you have the whole outfit. I usually take pictures during the session so that the pictures portray that particular outfit so that if they mix and match it, they can always go back to it. So for me, 
um, in the future, I do agree that it's great to have things co-coordinated, but I do love outfits in your closet. Separate your outfits um, together so that you know what works. That's that's uh, interesting. I never really thought of doing that. <laughs> what yeah. do you think about you get, I'm sorry. Oh no, you continue on the last. When one. you get good at it, at knowing what outfits work, then you know having all your sweaters all the ones you love, all the ones you're going to wear, mm -hmm. all your slacks together uh, that, are, that are working. Because when we talked about organizing, I don't want you to have, if you're, if you're a 10 or 12, I don't want you to have a whole array of slacks that you cannot wear. It's just the clothes you're going to wear. Mm -hmm. Just the pieces that fit you. Yeah. Just the pieces that work. The, so a closet that has everything organized is perfect after you're there, after you know that you have everything in there that you like. Okay, so there's a, there's a progression to that. Exactly, mm -hmm. thank you, that's exactly what I mean. There's a, there's, yeah, that works better. So what do you think about capsule closets? Have you heard of capsule closets? Well, that capsule closets is taking your pieces and, connecting them together. So, you know, taking those two pair of jeans and the blouses and the jackets and creating a capsule for, for two or three pieces and then they connect together and they become many different outfits. Yeah, do you, do you think that you need to like keep everything to 30 items or anything like that? I haven't, I haven't done that where I said, okay, keep it to 30. I think that the amount of blouses, the amount of jackets, the amount of slacks, dresses, it's all very individual. It's all very individual, but you want to be able to create outfits out of everything you have. So when you look in your, say you have 15 blouses, um, you want to be able to create, take, Take that one blouse and create an outfit out of two or three pieces in your wardrobe. You can wear it with a skirt, a black skirt. You can wear it with a beautiful pair of black slacks. You can wear it with a pair of jeans. Okay, so versatility, yeah. You can take that lovely blouse and put on any of those outfits, pieces, and put different shoes with it. That's what I do. That's when people say I would have never put that together. Mm -hmm. You have to learn that you, the pieces you have in your closet, number one, you love it. Number two, they fit you. Number three, they, they work for your lifestyle and they work for, for your business lifestyle as well. Mm -hmm. So you could take a blouse that's only business oriented and just wear it for work. But you also could take that blast and maybe wear it to a family function, a lovely dinner with a significant other. Yeah. So it's taking the pieces you have and utilizing them in many different ways. That's, that's the way I look at it. Mm -hmm. Now, do you ever get women who worry about repeating their outfits? 
Like, do you get women who are like, well, I wore that dress to, you know, this business meeting. I can't wear that again. Yes. Or oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, we, we, we move it around. We move it around. Um, but if you have that's, if you have a simple black dress, and I'm, I'm thinking of, of, a, of a client that, that had many functions, more than just business meetings, functions that a lot of people were going to see her. Mm-hmm. And the particular black dress that she had was perfect. So we, we just put different attire on top. Nobody would ever know that she was wearing the same black dress. Nobody. Yeah, so, you know, you could, you could take an incredible jacket that has a lot of style and personality and put it on a, drag, a black dress. You could wear it separately all by itself. You could make it very um, casual or you can make it very dressy. How do you make it a little black dress casual? You put on a pair of... Um, sneakers? <laughs> no, not sneakers, that's not me. I, I probably, I, you know, maybe walking to work. Um, booties, you know, sh- low booties. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wear, wear tights, wear low booties, wear a very textured scarf. And now you have this black dress. And, and if it's sleeveless, okay. So you know, now you're going to put on a jeans jacket with it. Mm-hmm. So you have your booties, your black dress, your jeans jacket, right? Yep. It can, I, I'm, I'm hoping that this, I'm so visual that I could see that. But now I'm going to take that little black dress that's sleeveless. I'm going to put spikes on it, spiky heels, lovely hose, stockings. You know, you could have textured stockings, no matter where you're going. You could wear, it could wear light black, it's whatever you like. Uh-huh. Great pair of heels, big, gorgeous earrings, yeah, and, totally and a great that. coat. And you're ready to go to a cocktail party. Yeah, that's great. That's great. I can see it. (laughs) I can can see see it. it. I see some red heels and black dress. (laughs) Exactly. Now, um, now here's an interesting question that I thought about a couple times. Um, So my daughter, she's got some pizzazz, right? So I, I, most of the time I let her pick out her own clothes, you know, for school and everything. And some days I'm like, wow, she picked that out all by herself. And then some days I'm like, am I supposed to let her go to school like that? I don't know. So what is, what's your (laughs) process on, you know, like how much do you guide your children on that? I mean, for me, I know like my whole life, my mother was like, you know, go put something else on. (laughs) Yeah. You know, um, because I've always been like, my lifestyle is mostly casual, right? I'm most of the time in yoga pants. Like I am a-okay with looking like a hot mess, which is troublesome, Mm -hmm. right? To a mother sometimes. But then if I'm, you know, on the other end, if I'm going out, you know, it's a totally different story. But, um, you know, with, you know, you wonder like how much guidance am I supposed to give her? How much am I supposed to let her express her freedom and creativity you know with her outfits and things like that you know it's not like we're taking any kind of easter photo or anything like that you know but and the majority of the time i just she's young. 
Right. She's young, right? You yeah. Oh yeah. She's four years old and I just let her have at it. But you know, like thinking about, you know, my, my childhood, like, I don't know if that would have happened unless it was just, I was staying inside the house. <laughs> I think that today's world um, with the patterns for little girls, especially mm -hmm. I have granddaughters and for the little girls, especially there isn't anything that doesn't go especially right. with, <laughs> especially with leggings and dresses over the leggings mm -hmm. um i mean we uh, i i wore pants i i did kids but when i was growing up they wore pants and then a dress over it only because it was cold mm -hmm. today the wonderful patterns as long as the colors are within the same range so you can what i would suggest Sometimes. is show her color explain color so if, if her leggings are you know have orange and pink and purple and her dress doesn't have one of those colors ask her if that dress has any of those colors as long as the dress has some relationship in color mm -hmm. let her have it and i would i would show her color explain color because she know loves color yeah, she does. And I think she actually, she understands, she gets it, you know, yeah, this matches because it has pink and this or whatever. Uh, but sometimes it's just like this piece that she loves and that piece that she loves and that piece that she loves and she just wants to wear it all, you know. So for the most part, I don't stand in her way, you know, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was just curious on that. Well, can I, one of the funny things we're talking about children and parents and color, um, Many times when I'm giving a, a, a talk and many women have teenagers or, or 20 and 30 year old daughters and they don't want to listen because their daughters are telling them they look frumpy, they look old, they look dated. And the women out there that are listening to this, if you have daughters in that age group and they're telling you something that you do not want to hear, <laughs> keep an open mind and listen to them because they see what you don't see. And then you can, and then you won't have to hire me. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, I'm serious. Um, I'm really serious about that because, because daughters will be very, very honest and they want their parents to be updated. They don't want their parents to be in, to, to be backwards. And yeah. for them it is. And, you know, even in the, even in the business world, if you're not, if you, you look older when you're not updated, if you, if you tend to wear clothing and style that's 10 or 15 years older, and you happen to be a young woman, you look, you look older than your time. Yeah, that's so. You always want to stay updated. That does, and if we can talk about trends a little bit, mm -hmm. that doesn't mean you have to be trendy you know you you know you don't have to be lady gaga you don't <laughs> you don't have to be on trend with everything and you don't have to be trendy you just need to be updated and updated means just throwing some things that work be your body type that are today in style today mm -hmm. whether it's a pair of earrings like chandelier earrings were so big or if you happen to like fringe, fringe was, was big last year and, and it's still still there. 
or if you happen to like booties, booties have been around for a long time. Yeah. Um, for quite a few years now. But so if what's you, now? Like what is uh, like a signature no-no and a signature like, oh yeah, that's 2021. <laughs> I think I think for now the, you know, a lot of women will ask what's a no-no when it comes to pants, slack style. There's uh -huh. no no-no. There's skinny, there's wide leg, there's, pe there's pe pajama leg. There's so many different, there's no no-no. There's no no-no in, in length of skirts as, as well. But the style, it, you could, you, the style is important. Um, so you need to, you know, maybe look at a couple of magazines yep. and, um, and check it out. Mm -hmm. It really isn't a no-no in style for yourself. There is certainly, you know, many, many, many trends for the season, for color, for, um, for accessories, they come and go. Yep. But you still want to wear pieces that, that work for you. So, you know, if, if, if you think of um, shoulder pads, shoulder pads are sort of back and big, uh. big arms are sort of back, but it might not work for you. You know, there are a lot of the, so you, it, it, what's old is new again, but it's not necessarily right for you. Yeah, I have found it's it hard. A bit too trendy. Yeah, I, I have found it hard shopping the last, you know, few years that the 80s have been like back on the racks mm -hmm. because I don't particularly feel good in the 80s style stuff, although my shirt is a little. <laughs> yeah. No, but, but, but that kind of look is still there. It's still around. Right. You have to tweak it a little bit. Mm-hmm to make it you like a cold shoulder when you're talking about a cold shoulder that's that's what that is um you're not you don't have a cold shoulder <laughs> it's a cold shoulder <laughs> and cold shoulder was very big for so many years it's there still but you could still wear the pieces you have but if the cold shoulder is not around in five years from now you will look dated yep you right. know so it, it's that kind of it's that kind of uh, appearance and once you are very um, traditional in your dress and or you or you're casual um you you have to really think about trying to update your outfit update your look with pieces that you have in your closet pieces that you find, new pieces that you find in the store, a great print, um, you know, flowers, for, for instance, in certain seasons, and not every spring, but, you know, last spring, this spring, flowers are prints, flower prints uh -huh. are very popular. But if you don't like it, it's okay. You probably don't because you wear, love wearing solid blacks and solid grays. That's what you told me. So I'm just assuming. Yeah. I never, you know, we never really went into your closet. <laughs> you took, a, if, if it was trendy and if it was popular for a particular season and you were saying, you know, maybe I'll try a scarf or a handbag that's very flowery, printy, mm -hmm. that would, that would help, you know, that would update it. 
handbags. I jump around a little bit, but when we talk about handbags, handbags make a statement. Neck accessories make a statement. Why do you think so many women will spend thousands of dollars on a handbag? Because it's a statement. <laughs> I'm finding this so comical because um, I I don't even like to wear a handbag. I like just have a like a wallet in my pocket. And and so when I was reading some of your stuff, I was like, Rob, I fit this. I think I'm having some fashion issues. Like this is gonna be. <laughs> Such an interesting conversation, and it is. It's just so funny. It's very enlightening. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having a good time myself. Oh gosh. So yeah, yeah. Handbags are they are nice. Yeah, I mean, handbags are important. And you know, so many times I pick a handbag for myself or for a client, and you're walking around, and somebody inevitably will say, I like your bag. I like a bag and that makes you feel good. Now, if you don't wear a handbag and you don't like a handbag, then backpacks. I don't personally um, feel comfortable with one, but many women do. Mm -hmm. and, and backpacks have a lot of personality as well. Yeah, that's so interesting. So it's really like bringing out your personality, you know, highlighting your assets and you know sticking to things that make you feel like you know i do a lot of work uh with women around like feeling like their authentic self you know and i think that there's that it sounds like there's that a little bit of like a little bit of a, a push or a little bit of a learning curve or a little bit of you know small period of discomfort like when you're getting out of your comfort zone mm -hmm. uh, ultimately you know it lets the light shine on who you actually are. Absolutely. Um, who you are and how you feel about yourself and the, and you know, you use, when I use the word image, people, well, when I work with people, I work with a lot of women and uh, I work a lot with um, dating companies that um, they help People get dates, not online, not the online typical match, uh -huh. stuff, um, um, more one-on-one. -on -one. And so I'm there to help them really feel good about it themselves, their closet when, when they're going on their first date. And um, before COVID, I did it in the people would come to me with a suitcase full of clothing. And now I am doing it virtually and in their closet or just on the phone. Uh. And you just have to, I, I've gotten from some people, not from a lot, and it, sometimes it comes from men more than it comes from women, mm -hmm. that take me the way I am. I, I don't care, my image is my image, it's where I am. And when it comes to business, when it comes to professional life, when it comes to friendships, um, you know, your, your significant other probably takes you where you are no matter what. But then the world, the world is going, it would, no matter what you aspire to, is going to see you in the way they see you. And it, it depends on you what is the image that you want to project. Yeah, as much as you want to, you know, believe that the world doesn't judge a book by its cover, mm -hmm. unfortunately, you know, there is that, that impression, I guess, right? It, it only a takes visual, it's a visual thing. It, 
it, it takes a second to for you for one image. That's it. Yeah, I mean, you walk into a room, the person could be the smartest, most intelligent, fun-loving person. However, if that person that's meeting him or her uh, doesn't see that, they want you want to, you want the outer image to project the image that you want, the person that you want. Yeah, that's that's beautiful. That's a beautiful way to describe it. I love oh, that. Thank you. Thank you. Well, thank you so much. Is there anything that I didn't really highlight, um, you know, about what you do to give to give our listeners, you know, kind of like a full rounded um, idea of how you can help them? Oh, well, thank you. So because of uh, I'm because of COVID, I love to speak with you on the phone or um, on Zoom or on FaceTime. I do virtual consultations. Um, I have a wonderful website where you can go and um, hire me if you'd like. I work with people in transition. As you know, I had my own weight issues. So I work with women that, are, that have a weight issue. I, I know what it, it is to work with people who feel that clothing don't fit them no matter what size they are, whether they're petite and five foot one and wear a size two. Um, I work with women and men that um, are out there dating again, no matter what age, because there are people that are widows. There are people that have been divorced. Mm -hmm. They want a significant, they want somebody in their lives. Mm -hmm. So I'm there to, you know, you might have not, you might have not shopped in a long time on your own. You might, you know, the man had women, his wife shop for him, his ties or his shirts. So I'm there to give you the encouragement to hold your hand, to shop with you online, um, and to help you in your closet every step of the way by giving you advice and encouragement um, to get out there no matter what your lifestyle is. So that, that's basically, and right now, the way life is, COVID-wise, it, it's all virtual, but I make it fun. Yeah, wow. What a, and, and what a great time. We got Valentine's Day coming up. Right. Oh, what gosh, a great season to, to do this. What a great season. Oh my gosh. You know, it's, it's a great season to do it. And, um, you know, you don't always have to wear the Valentine's red. You could, you can make yourself glitzy or fun or whatever, whatever suits you. Um, and we can have fun doing it. And, um, you know, you can, for New Year's Eve, my husband and I, we bought two beautiful lobsters, just the two of us. And um, you could do that and have red candles. That's true. That's right. There's a theme right there. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much, everyone. That is Pam Freelander. And all of her information is going to be posted below. So you'll be able to access her and contact her. And again, thank you so much. This has been amazing and so enlightening. And I've had a ball with you. So thank you for sharing. I did too. This was a delight. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, you're really, 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 really. Thank you for listening to the Great.
Margaret and Moxie. If you want to hear more, please do subscribe and share this with your friends and head on over for another dose of DeSouza at ChristineDeSouza.com. Thank you and I'll see you next time.